Hey guys, welcome to the Weird on Purpose podcast. I'm your weird roommate, Erica. And I am your weird roommate, Noelle. <laughs> uh, this is a good day for me. I have discovered some things, because we use Anchor to record this, because yes. we record it on my phone, and they've added some like new stuff, and like editing tools and shit, and I'm so excited! Get fucking excited. I'm very excited about it, which says something about the state of where my life is at right now, that I'm excited about editing tools in an app. That's a, for a different day. Um, <laughs> Noelle is very sad today. Some very sad, sad today. things have happened. But some happy things have happened. Yeah. Because your bitch is married! Yeah. It's been two weeks since we last recorded. <sighs> And in those two weeks, Noelle has gotten married. I have gotten married. It's very exciting. Yes. It was a very good day. I was in the wedding. She wore a suit and it was fucking incredible. Yeah. One suited up, one suited up boy. I was the definition of androgyny that you day. You really were. It was pretty incredible. It's so hilarious because there's a picture of my wedding party that my mother-in-law took. And like, Erica, it's only like as tall as the rest of the boys because... Of her hair. I had a pompadour. You had a pompadour, and your hair is, like, just tall enough. Yeah. That's like my grandma wasn't as tall as me. Her hair was just really tall. It'd give yeah. her an extra, like, five inches. It's pretty great. You know, I just realized it's very fucking hot in my room. It is very fucking hot in here. Well, we're gonna record this in 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 hot, in heat. We're, we're gonna hotbox it with We're some, gonna hotbox it. Some jewels. Fuck that. Some vapes. Fuck that video. That guy, he went somewhere else on that last one. Yeah, because you fucking get lightheaded when you smoke idiot, through a vape. He, he took Maddie it. fucking smokes. Maddie <laughs> fucking smokes. <laughs> um, he. <laughs> That's gonna sound real good on the audio. It's gonna sound beautiful. Um, but hey, maybe you can edit it out now. No, because I'd have to edit your voice out. Within peace. Anywho, um, he took a hit off four different methods of of vape. <laughs> and you can't fucking do that. He went somewhere else. It was the end for him. Yeah, I think, yeah, he, like, died. But no, my wedding was beautiful. Um, everything turned out exactly as I wanted it. Um, Erica looked great in her suit. If you look up our Facebooks, you will find many pictures. Many much picture. My husband now, my, my husband... Oh, How many fucking times I've heard the word husband in the last week? The, the man, my husband, who is my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, his booty in those pants. Who he looked fly. I know all your friends were like, "Wow!" All of my bridesmaids, they, they were doing the like, yeah, they're like, because I made jokes to my sister. I'm like, "Yeah, no, DJ's got a got a he's got a booty," and she's like, "Where the fuck is it?" And I'm like, "Well, he wears dad pants." Does Corey not gonna see it? But no, those finally fitted. I was like, I was like sitting there. They're all like, "Ooh." Like, staring at him, and I'm just, like, like nodding, like, yeah. 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 He's yeah. thick. Um, He's a thick boy. <laughs> no, my, like, everything really did. It turned out beautiful, and I was very, very excited, because it, it turned out almost like the, because the decorations that I had for my centerpieces, I had, um, for the round tables, um, I had mason jars, because I'm basic as fuck. I had ma mason jars with fairy lights in them that were beautiful. And then little jars, or not jars, little wooden boxes with fake succulent cactuses, um, or cacti. I like cactuses better, so that's what I'm going to say. Um, so the little fake succulents. And then there was 
burlap for my table runners with gold down the middle and then fake flowers and it somehow was even better than I imagined it was gonna be it was so beautiful um and it was then really pretty I had like two big gold um candle holders that each had a mason jar light on them and then wooden boxes with like fake lavender in it and it was it just turned out so so fucking great um Erica would you like to talk about how great my wedding was it was a good wedding, but I've discovered something weird about weddings. Because hmm. yours, yours is the first wedding that I've gone to that was not a family member. Yeah. And it was also, like, the first wedding where I was actually, like, in, in a wedding, the wedding party. party yeah. Because I was, like, in my brother's, but... But his was, like, a lot more low-key, right? Like, no, yeah, like, and no... it was all planned out by the venue, and, like, we didn't yeah, really have a say exactly. in any of it. It was, yeah, it was weird. But, like, it's... It wasn't, like, crazy like I thought it'd be. Like, it went pretty smooth. I was a fucking nightmare the first part of the morning. You were not. Oh. You really were not. Oh, yay. You were a lot better than I was expecting, honestly. I kind of feel like that's not an insult because I really thought I was going to be a fucking terror. You weren't. Like, I thought you were going to be much more like Bridezilla. I wasn't. I was very proud of myself. I, I was very proud that I, like... I was able to reel myself in when I realized that things were not going as planned in some aspects. Like, so the, the burlap that I bought for the table runners, um, I bought it in spools, basically. And I did my math wrong, so I needed um, enough to cover, like, ten tables. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, an 84-inch table is four feet. That's incorrect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't have enough. Um, but luckily... Mama Joanna, who is basically my other mother, who took care of 95% of this wedding, um, swooped in and she had a big thing of burlap with lace and gold in it to put on the family table. It was super cool. Super pretty. So I had enough burlap table runners for everything. Um, And I was able to reel myself in because I started to panic. And I was like, okay, no, 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 here's what we're going to do. And I told everybody what to do. Um, And I was very good about like, directing and not being involved because that's a that is a very hard part of being a bride yeah is like everybody tries to remind you that you are not involved in everything like you or no you are involved in everything but you can't do everything and dj and i have a really hard time with that especially dj he started picking up stuff at the end and i was like excuse me sir he's like i'm not doing anything i'm like i'm gonna punch you punch you yeah no like you like i don't know even when things didn't go necessarily perfect like it went pretty well. Yeah. There wasn't any big, like, problems or anything. Except DJ forgetting his fucking shirt. Which wasn't even that big of, like, a problem. Like, it wasn't like we were an hour behind or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like, that's true. Um, he realized it early enough that he had time to go home. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, me and Ronnie forgot stuff in the morning, and we were able to... You guys are so great to me. Thank you so much for... Welcome. Being good friends. I was like, I dropped my debit card in between the seats in that my was, car, yeah. and I was like, I'm never gonna get it back. This is it. This is the end. Well, because like, what you say? <laughs> and my Volkswagen was super easy to get under the seats because there wasn't anything under there. No, the there. Pontiac's a little harder. But the Pontiac has like mechanics under there because it's a, like an auto seat. So I was just like, it's gone. It's fucking gone. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking die because I was like, I have to buy stuff and I cannot buy things if the card is gone. Yeah, it was, that was the end. And Ronnie's like, I don't have money either. And I'm like, well, 
If I don't get it back, then we're just gonna have to go to Jackie's and be like, yeah, it's done. You were afraid I was gonna, like, murder you? No, I wasn't afraid you'd murder me, but I was like... I was ready to, like, fight you, though. The, the whole Why? Because, because I was afraid that you were gonna get shitty, and you never did. I didn't. I was pretty good about it. But I was it. afraid you were gonna, like, say something to me, and I was gonna be like, don't. I do have to know, because I only saw your guys' reactions, I never got to really ask, what did you think of me in my dress? That first initial reaction of the whole picture. I almost fucking cried. I know. You, like, did that thing where you, like, leap a yeah. little bit. It was my favorite. Yeah. No, all the girls were, like, freaking the fuck out. It you were so fucking great. gorgeous. It was Thank crazy. You. I no. mean, I'd seen the dress before, but... But, like, like, that was the whole picture. It was yeah. the veil. It was fucking everything. I had a cathedral-length veil. Do you know what a cathedral-length veil is? It means it's fucking huge. Like... It's super long. It's... It's gotta be... I'm gonna measure it out, but I honestly predict it's gotta be at least six or seven feet long. Yeah. Because it's taller than me. Yeah. It's a very long veil. It's very wow. pretty. I made my own flower crown and everything, and it just, like, turned out so great. And I get sneak peek pictures back pretty soon. So yeah, we're all very great. excited about it. Yeah. It was a very good day. It was a good time. Went very well. Yeah. I don't... I think I did decide something, though. Hmm. If I ever get married, I'm gonna save up enough money to where I can pay someone to do everything for me. Um, I honestly, if I could do it all over again, um, I wouldn't change it. I would plan it all myself. Because that's, like, and I get, like, a lot of people saying, oh, well, I would want a wedding planner. And, you know, maybe if I, I want to renew my vows on, like, my 25th anniversary. And, you know, maybe then yeah. I'll hire somebody. Well, I want to get, like, like I want to be involved in it, but mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I, there was just so much that you did that, like, I could not have done. I would have gotten way too stressed out, and the way that I deal with things is it would have ruined everything for me. I think I I saved money by not doing a package, because I, packages are, like, $8,000 yeah. at venues. But that's what I mean. Like, I want to save up enough money to be able to do that. But that's cause... still, like, there you, that doesn't cover the dress. It doesn't cover a lot of other things. Like, yeah. Maybe if I, like I said, if I renew my vows, but I think I had a lot of fun. And I think the reason, I think the difference here, the reason that I had so much fun planning it all on my own, because when I look back on it, I really did. I know it was stressful, but I had a lot of fun planning and putting things together and like bouncing ideas off of Joanna. Um, I think the difference is that I am a very DIY person and you aren't so much. Like, I like to make things and that's why like I always I made the joke like now that I'm married I get to be a Pinterest wife and I'm completely serious about yeah. that. Um but I just no, get it, too stressed out when no, I No, that's to do, totally like, understandable. Like, like there's no shame in hiring somebody to take care of everything. There's no shame in getting a wedding planner. I just didn't want one and I just I wanted to do it all on my own. And I did get to a point where I tried to do it all on my own and and that's the thing I can't you can't rely on just yourself. Um, Joanna stepped in and so did my mother-in-law and they saved the day. Joanna made all of my cake. The cupcakes were so good. They were so fun. She good. made these really great um, red velvet because that's DJ's favorite. And then she made these amazing whiskey and honey bunt cakes and they were so good. Um, and then there was, my whole theme was like succulents. Like the, there were succulents in the like whole theme of the wedding. So she put those, like, little fake candy ones on the cupcakes, and they were amazing. Um, 
fucking Romeo's in here. <laughs> yeah. So, the wedding. Yeah, no, it, it really did. It turned out beautiful. Um, but no, she put these great little candies on there. Um, she bought live succulents to put on top of the cake. I really hope Chef, I know he got pictures of that. I'm not stupid, but like, I really hope he did because I didn't, I didn't get any pictures. Um, I was on my phone for a total of maybe 20 minutes the whole wedding yeah. just to update a couple little things. I wasn't even on my phone that And much. Then, by then I was like, you know what, this, I, I can't, I'm so in the moment now. Um, it's kind of like Warped Tour this year. Like, I didn't get that many pictures because I was so in the moment. Um, but I had a lot of, it was so much fun. Like, it was, the only thing that I would do different is I would have paid for an extra hour. Um, to just have a little bit more time dancing. That's really the only thing. But I think ending it at 7 was good because we got to that, we're in that point of the year where after 7, you run into that, like... That muddy, like, what's the word? Um, like, lighting hour. Yeah. Where the pictures we took with the bubbles of us running were, are going to be beautiful. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. I'm so excited about all of them. Oh, and so, like, okay, so we live here in Reno. Um, we've had really bad smoke on and off since probably July. Yeah. I was like, I swear to everything, I will turn my life over to God if there is no smoke on my wedding day. It was the most beautiful day of the week. Yeah. It was so gorgeous. I was so excited. Was awesome. Um, but no, everything really turned out great. She lick. I'm fucking covered in bug bites and I'm gonna fucking jump off the Empire State Building. Rip in peace. Like, legitimately, I feel like I'm dying right now. Like, I want to rip my arms off. That's the worst. That's the, that's rough, bud. I mean, I could rip one of them off. I'd have to have you rip the other one off. Because I wouldn't have another arm. You wouldn't have another off. arm, yeah. Can I sell it sucks. on the black market? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So, speaking of skin. Jesus, um, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, oh my god, I've been murdered. Um, speaking of skin. <laughs> so, I saw this because my friend shared it in a, in a uh, video on Facebook. Um, there's a new, so Spirit is open, of course, we know, because it's spook time. Um. I'm ready. There's a new section of Spirit Halloween costumes, and they are urban legends. Is there Mothman? Nope. It's fucking creepy. Oh my god. So here's Jeff the Killer. We've also got uh, that good old boy. Is there a fucked up Sonic? Because I want it. The Rake. Oh wow. That's fifty fucking dollars for a bodysuit. No thanks. It's fifty-four dollars. I could buy a fucking bodysuit and paint it. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. Um, we also got We got Zalgo, but I don't fucking remember if that's like a creepy pasta at all. Um, it's kind of dope. I like the fingies. There's it. something about like long fingers, like in like horror movies that I love so much. Same. Um I like the um the I think it's the Insidious series, and it's got key fingers. Yes. I like him. There is a Slenderman one. Of course there is. Hell yeah. Um, I thought, like, I thought Slenderman was gonna be, okay, so there's this Slenderman one, which is just like a suit, like a, like a morph suit. Yeah. And then there's this one, and it's fucking- is it sexy Slenderman? No. It's fucking ridiculous Slenderman. What the fuck? He's got the longest arms I've ever seen. 
I don't think Slenderman's like okay. Well, okay, I get that because Slenderman does like have long arms and some of the like written stuff. It's pretty pretty strange. Um, yeah. yeah, no, they've got some they've got some shit. Um, I'm excited about about Halloween because I'm a spooky bitch. You are. Oh no. Featured products. Fucking, uh, Fortnite. No! So let's see what the featured brands are this year. Because every year there's, like, featured, like, brands for, like, stuff that's, like, really, really popular. In order um, of how they're listed. Fortnite. These are the popular brands. Fuck me. Fortnite. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, 25th year Kay. anniversary. Overwatch. Fuck. Hocus Pocus. Fuck me up. Ghostbusters. Fuck me up. Incredibles. Fuck me up. Uh, fucking Jojo Siwa. The fuck is that? She is a, I think she was on Dance Moms or something. Oh. She's like every little girl's like idol right now. And she, hmm. wears, she never puts her fucking hair down and I'm really concerned about her skull. Like, I'm really concerned about her scalp. Jesus. Um, fucking Rick and Morty. Hell yeah. Kill me in my guts. Um, oh no. What the fuck? I don't know what that meant and I'm sorry about it. Assassin's Creed, um, Hotel Transylvania 3, Black Panther, Hell yeah. Wonder Woman, Hell yeah. Batman, Hell yeah. Superman, Hell yeah. and uh, a contender coming out of the coming out of the weeds. Coming out of the coming out of the out of the Woodwork. The Woodwork. Paw Patrol. Oh. I have a fucking story about Paw Patrol. Okay. Real quick though, I just figured out who I'm gonna be for Halloween. Who? Erica Guacamole. I'm ready! Yeah, dude. We'll talk about my Halloween costume in a moment. Yeah. But, so, funny story about Paw Patrol. So, when I was getting Christmas presents two years ago, back when my sister and her ex-wife were still married, and they still lived together with my nephew, um, Andy, um, he's a little boy, so he gets very fixated on one specific thing, and he's on, like, at first it was Yo Gabba Gabba, and I think he liked Bubble Guppies for a long time. For a long time, it was Paw Patrol. And when I was asking Amy, my sister's ex-wife, what do you think I should get Andy for Christmas? She was like, oh, well, he likes Paw Patrol. And the same year that this was happening was when the Trolls movie came out. And I thought that she meant, like, Paw Patrol. Um, <laughs> I'd never seen Trolls, so I didn't know if there was a Paw Patrol character. Because the way she said it was, like, Paw Patrol. Do you see where I would get confused? Yes. And then when I was in fucking Toys R Us, rip in peace, um, I was looking around and I heard this lady ask one of the people, oh, where are the, do you have Paw Patrol sandals? Like little light-up shoes. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not an idiot. She's looking at the same thing. So I couldn't find anything that was Paw Patrol. So I just picked up this little troll's, like, light-up thing, because Andy loves things that light up. Because he's fucking, he was four at the time. Um... So I bought him that, and he opened it, and I, and I guess he liked it, because it lit up and shit. Come to find out, Christmas or so, when I was there, I was visiting, and he's watching Paw Patrol, and I'm looking at the fucking TV, <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching this cartoon with him and, like, my brothers for a good 45 minutes, and then it hits me in the face like a fucking volleyball. Like, that someone just spiked into my yeah. dumb, unsuspecting face. 
And I didn't tell my sister that for about a year. Because <laughs> I was so, I was so humiliated. It's so fucking funny. I'm oh my such God. an idiot. Like. I get it. Um, your girl is dumb. Is yeah. the moral of the story. Um, but circling back around to Halloween. So y'all, if you want to find me on Facebook. I have a poll going right now. It's Noelle Little now. Noelle Little, my 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 new name. L i t t l e. Um. So, let me find this. So I have a poll going because last year for Halloween, I don't know if any of you have seen. Last year for Hall fucking Ween, I this bitch. <laughs> I was Guy Fieri, and it was incredible. It was incredible. It, it was, was really an good. amazing costume. She um, looked exactly like I him. did. I worked... She did the hair. She did the flame shirt. It was wild. I did the stance. The stance. Um, so this year, I have got I have, I have 18 hours left on this poll. So unfortunately, you guys won't be able to vote on it cuz it'll be gone by by the time. Um, um my two options are Dr. Phil and Gordon Ramsay. And I put this poll on Facebook. So far, we have 59 votes. 44 of them are in favor Phil. of Dr. Phil. Hell. So, yes. your girl's gotta be bald this Halloween. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be fucking incredible. Um, that'll be actually pretty easy because I can just borrow clothes from Matthew. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna be Erica fucking Van Helsing from... Hotel Transylvania 3. I'm telling Ronnie, because she was li- I was like, if I'm going to be Dr. Phil, who are you going to be? Um, I originally wanted her to be Robin, his wife. No, I'm going to have her be Daniel Bergoli. Oh, Jesus my, my My sweet little bad baby. Catch me outside. How about that? Jesus. Gucci flip-flops is a bop and you can't change my mind. I play that in the car all the fucking time, and Erica just, like, looks at me in shame, mm. and I'm like, shame me, I deserve it. But for right Still now. Bop. It's a bop. I don't fucking care about what you listen to. It's a good-ass song. I don't care about what anybody listens to. I introduced you to some shit. You did. I like Post Malone now. I like, would go to war for him. All, like, God hates that Stop man. Stop it! I know! Like, first his fucking plane, and then he gets in a fucking car. I mean, he didn't get hurt. He's fine. But, like, he got in a car accident. It was a serious accident, It was a serious too. accident. And, like... And he's fine. So it's like... I so either God hates him or he's fucking invincible. Either the devil or God is on one side. I don't know which one. The devil and either, God are raging inside of him. Either God hates him and the devil is like, this, this one's mine, I'm gonna protect he's him. He's like, nah. Or the devil is trying to kill Post Malone. And, and God's, God's like, like, this is my boy. This is my son. So he protects What him. if Post Malone is the second coming of Jesus? He 100% is. <laughs> That's what it is. Post Malone is Jesus. Post Malone is the second. Okay, here's my theory. Heard it here first, guys. Post Malone is Jesus. Conspiracy. Um, Post Malone is the second coming of Jesus, and he's he's like he hasn't done his work yet, and yeah. the devil is trying to like kill him, kill it before he can save the world. Before he can save the world, before he can do all of this. Um, that means the Antichrist has been born at some point. Yes. In this timeline. Um, Who the Antichrist be. It can't be Trump because he's not charismatic enough. That's true. The, no, straight up. Okay, we're gonna go into that in a second. But anywho, um, and God is like, this is my son, and I will not let you harm him before yeah. his work is done. And I mean, it makes sense. He's like a modern day Jesus with yeah. ta- the tattoos. Look at and, him. And the, the, he's hair. gotta be hip with the kids. 
Um, but anywho, there is no way that Donald Trump is the Antichrist. I would like to say that right now. I would like to put that out in the air. Um, Donald Trump is a terrible fucking human being. Let's get that straight. Yes. Um, that's, okay, I don't think we've ever taken a hard stance on this podcast. We hate Donald Trump. We are not Trump-friendly. This is not a Trump-friendly podcast. So, like... So if you're a Trump supporter, BTFO. Sorry. We're gonna be real about that. I know a lot of, like, media that wants viewers or listeners or whatever kind of waffle. I'm not gonna waffle on this. I hate him. I hate him. Um, but there is no way he's the Antichrist. No. A. The Antichrist will be someone that is universally loved. Like, universally. I really thought it might be Obama for a long time, but there's so many people who hate him. That's true. But he's so charismatic, and, like, he wanted to, like, bring peace about um, with all with our nation and other nations. The devil is a very charismatic creature. No, but like, the Antichrist, like, it's written in the Bible. He will bring peace throughout the fucking, like, the United Nations. He will bring peace throughout the world. That's his game plan. Is he, he wants to lure us all in. Um, he will be charismatic. He will be kind. He will be everything we want. Yeah. And then he's gonna fuck it all up. And Trump is not doing that. For, like, anybody that watches Supernatural, like, this fucking nerd. Um, the Antichrist that's in fucking Supernatural is super just, like, he's a, he's a young, he's a young man. Young boy. And he's literally, like, the sweetest thing on the planet. He's dumb because he doesn't know how to be a person. And he's just like, what's up, guys? And he's just like, he just exists, but he's like the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's just so stupid. Yeah. And happy. Yeah. And he's just, he's not, he doesn't look like the Antichrist. No. But the Antichrist, like, Trump pushes himself and his own agenda too much yeah. to genuinely be the Antichrist. Like, I get the whole, like, idea, um, but he's fucking not. Like, he just sucks. Yeah. Trump sucks. Big, I hate Trump. Big suck. Big suck. Um, I just looked at her for a second and then said that. She made eye contact uh, with me. <laughs> uh, what else are we going to talk about? Oh, We're gonna talk I about guess. some sad shit Well, today. on the subject of Post Malone, fucking, we're recording this on Friday, September 7th. Yes. And Mac Miller just died. Yeah. I'm really um, bummed about it. And I'm very sad about it. I'm 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 sad in a different way than Noelle is, I think. But like, it's fucking. It's sad to me when anybody dies. Like literally anybody, mm-hmm. specifically people that have overdosed and stuff or yeah. like committed suicide because that hits like really close to home, and it just sucks. And that's one of like the worst ways for people to fucking die. But specifically Mac Miller, the Huffington Post already wrote a fucking article about it because everyone's going after Ariana Grande for it. And they're like, keep her fucking name out of your goddamn mouth. Leave her alone. Like, that creates this, like, whole other issue of, like, holding women accountable for what men do. And, like, how, that's a, that's, that's an entire, that's literally one of the reasons women don't leave, like, abusive and shitty relationships. Because they feel like, oh, like, I'll be responsible if they kill themselves. And that's, like, super one of, like, the biggest ways men manipulate women in, like, relationships, it's like, if you leave me, I'm gonna kill myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think that's what this was about. So it has fucking nothing to do with Ariana Grande. No, it doesn't. And don't fucking blame her, because then it creates this, like, precedent of blaming all women when they leave, like, kind of abusive relationships. Like, she left him 
a big part of it was his, like, drug abuse. Because she couldn't babysit him anymore. And that's totally understandable and totally normal and totally fine. But everyone's just, like, fucking freaking out because, oh, she's the reason he fucking overdosed. And it's like, no. It's probably a lot of reasons yeah, that, that like, happened. There's, I don't ever, I don't think, with people who, who turn to drugs, with people who turn to alcohol, with people who, who do end up killing themselves, there's not one singular reason. No. It's not like you drop your phone and shatter it and it's like, oh, guess I'm, gonna, guess I'm gonna fucking kill myself today. Like, that's not how it goes. And, like, as someone who struggled with, like, her relationship with alcohol, there's never been one singular reason why I've tried to turn to the bottle. Like, I, and, and I'm gonna be very clear, I am not an alcoholic. I'm very good about my alcohol consumption. Um, it is something that does run in my family. Um, I'm very, very good about it. I don't, I don't, I'm not in denial. I straight up don't drink that often. I'm a very social drinker. Yeah. But it's because I recognize the signs from watching someone very close to me that I love struggle with it for most of my childhood that I know I would have a problem, but I know that that problem is not, it's not caused by one single thing. It's not caused by a bad day at work. It's not caused by something that's shitty that someone said to me. Yeah. There's a lot of different factors. And there's a lot of different factors that cause people to turn to things like substance abuse and things like that. And one single person is not going to be responsible for your, like, your... Drug abuse drug or abuse, your exactly. suicide attempt or whatever. Like, I I don't have an issue with addiction. No. I never really have. Like, I, I don't have a very addictive personality. I stay away from drugs for, very like, various other reasons, but, like... Um, I don't stay away from them because of, like, being afraid of, like, addiction or whatever. Like, I, I don't have that in me, I don't think. Um, which I'm lucky, I guess, in that regard. But, like, I've never, I, I guess I can talk specifically about suicide. Because, like, I did try to kill myself when I was younger and, like, I did have, like, severe, like, suicidal tendencies when I was, like, very young, and there's a lot of reasons. And, like, I I think it's funny because, like, the dropping your phone thing, that can tick somebody off, like, seriously. Like, that can be, like, the breaking point for some people of just, like, my life is going so bad and I can't do it anymore. Like, but it's a culmination of things. And drug abuse is kind of the same. It's, it's a culmination of, of things happening in your life, and I think... I think he was sad about Ariana Grande, and I think that it was that it was hard on him, and I don't begrudge him that, but I don't think that's the sole reason that he was doing drugs. No, it's hard, and it it, it, it there is this very toxic culture around musicians, specifically male musicians, and um, and women they were involved with, um that they were maybe no longer involved with around the time of their death. A really good example is Lil Peep. When yeah. he died, she, I don't think, because he was with Tupor, and her real name is Layla. I don't know her last name. But I love her. And I don't think they've been together for over almost a year when he ended up dying. And he didn't kill himself. No. And he didn't overdose. He was killed because he was given Xanax laced with fentanyl. Yeah. And, and 
like that fucking killed him. I'm very passionate about Little Peep, yeah. honestly, and and I think it's really fucked up that people turned him into the same thing they're gonna do to Mac Miller, where it's like, oh, they shouldn't do drugs, they play stupid games. Like, Fuck That's you. so infuriating. Fuck like you. That comes from the mouth of people that have never experienced drug addiction, that have never been, they have never been friends with anybody that's mm-hmm. experienced drug addiction. They they don't care because they don't, they're not affected by affected it. by it. Um, but people turned. They were like, "You're the new Courtney Love." Like they t- turned her into a fucking Jesus. villain. Yeah, they did. And she, del- I think she either de- de- like deleted or turned off her commenting, like like Ariana Grande had to do. Yeah. But it's, like, especially with something, like, Lil Peep's death especially, I'm like, there's literally nothing that she did wrong. She didn't do anything to to cause his death. Like, it's really, really fucked up. And as much as, like, I have my own thoughts on Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain, but it's a very similar situation. Like, they could not, there's no, they, people cannot believe that he would take his own life. And they have to pin it on somebody. And again, I personally, I, I will like not talk about what camp I'm in like today, but I'm in definitely in one camp about the Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain situation. Um, but the bottom line is, it's the same thing with Amy Winehouse. Like Amy Winehouse is one of the only like female artists that I can think of, but I can't remember the name of the man that she was with, but they turned it around on him and it was his fault that she died i personally am in in the mindset of drug drug abuse is is a disease it's something that people need to be treated for and it's something that we need to be more compassionate towards it's like any other disease Mm -hmm. treatment options should be much more readily available we should have a we shouldn't denounce them as like lesser subhumans yeah um and as I'm like, I am very like, I joke about alcohol a lot and I joke about drinking a lot, but we don't treat alcoholics the same way. Like, no, there, there's, it's easier to kind of push that aside because alcohol culture is very popular, popular prevalent. and prevalent. Exactly. Um, everyone that's of but, age and underage drinks, like, but it's just- when you do get into substance abuse, no one forced you into it. Nobody told you that you needed to do this. So to take something that tragic that happened from something that somebody was struggling with and turn it into a reason to blame somebody else is really, really fucked up. Yeah. And it's sad that Ariana Grande has to has to bear the brunt of this now. Yeah. And she's... And she's not the first, and she will not be the last. And it fucking sucks. Yeah. And it's just, it's this, it's, it's this toxic culture against drug, drug users. It's this toxic, toxic culture against women. It's just the viewpoint that we have of, of celebrities is very disgusting to me in the sense of like, I, I don't know where we went wrong as human beings that like, the second after someone dies, we can just start fucking making memes about it and making jokes about it. It's it's really strange to me that there's no level of respect left anymore. And, yeah. a, like, it was funny because the stupid asshole on this, um, 
local news article about his death commented like, haha, shouldn't have done drugs then. And I'm like, a man just died. Yeah. And you're gonna be like, oh, ha ha. And someone was like, oh, you must be a liberal. And I'm like, I didn't realize that basic human decency had- a liberal thing. I didn't realize that basic human decency had a, like, a political side. Yeah. I didn't realize that, like, it was a liberal thing to, like, fucking respect people. It's just, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, go back fucking, God, how many, 12 years- People would have been crucified for, and don't get me wrong, there's no way, shape, or form that he ever deserved this, and I will kill anybody who says he does. If you had made some jokes like that about Steve Irwin when he died, oh, oh yeah. you would have been fucking crucified. Because it was yeah. a different mindset then. And it's, I don't, I truly don't feel it's, it's even just because of, like, who Steve Irwin was as a person. Yeah. Because he was greatly respected. But, like... Today, even as greatly respected as he was, and as, as kind of a human being as he was, people would make jokes and memes and fucking shit about it. A lot of it is, though, is we don't view musicians and celebrities as, as human as beings people. anymore. No, like, no, we don't. They're fucking animals, like, that we watch, that, that entertain us. Yeah. And, like, that musician specifically, the culture in the music industry is super fucked up, mm-hmm. always has been. It ruined a lot of people's lives, but, like... They don't, they don't think of Mac Miller as a person. No. That's why they don't give a shit. It's like last, like, that two weeks ago, um, they don't think of Post Malone as a person. Yeah. Because he was in a, he was in a very serious situation, and he gets off that plane, and the first things he sees on Twitter are people, like, Like, rooting for him to die. Wishing that he would have died. Like, that's super fucked up. That fucking, when he was on the, the Cody Co. and, um, Noah Miller podcast, Mm -hmm. the Tiny Meat Gang podcast... And he was talking about how, like, when they when they the figured out what he happened, up, yeah. he fucking no, like the second oh, the yeah. tire popped, and he was talking about how he like got everyone in his family in a group message and was just telling them that he loved them, yeah, because he thought he was gonna die. He was like, I don't. He's he he was straight up just like I didn't know what was gonna happen, and I you know I didn't want to leave stuff unsaid. Mm-hmm. And then he got off that fucking plane and was so grateful that he was like on. The earth and the straight up thing he sees is like people being like, oh, I wish he'd fucking died. Like, what the fuck? You don't it's, fucking. Like, I don't understand this, this, this mindset of like celebrities not being people. Yeah. And it, it's, it's frustrating. Like with, I think the, the celebrity death that, that fucked me up the most in recent memory was, was Chester Bennington. Yep. Because I, like... I, I bawled my fucking Lincoln eyes Lincoln Park shaped that. me as a human being. Straight yeah. up. I struggle... I, I've... Again, like, we talk about our mental health a lot on this. One of my, like, struggles with mental health I'm not as open about um, with strangers. And it's, like, hard for me to talk about even right now. Um, I struggled with anger issues for a long time. Um, like, a long, long time. Like, I had irrational anger. And it's still sometimes hard for me. Like, I get irrationally irritated at things. Um, I'm much better at it, but there have been days, like, you know, like, there have been days where I have to sit in the room because I cannot remember any of my coping mechanisms. Yeah. Like, when I get too mad. Um, and, like, he- hearing, like, lyrics and, like, like the tone, being as angry as I was, was really cathartic. 
and it, it, it got me through a lot of, of really hard times. Um, it took less than a day for people to start making jokes, and it's fucking disgusting, and I don't want to, like, reiterate any of them, because I will just get furious, but I don't understand where we lost our fucking, like, decency, where we lost respect for other people's lives. Honest to God, like, the last three years? Yeah, it seems like it's, it's been... been so bad. I... I went to college in a very liberal, um, it's a very liberal, I mean, California, it's a very liberal state. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to college at what I considered to be a very liberal campus. There's a lot of very open-minded thinking and very, very much like left-leaning, um, thinking and, you know, all my professors, that kind of thing. It was not until Trump became more prevalent and during the election and after he was elected that, like, there was so much more hate on that campus than I expected. And I think that it's just strange, and it feels, like, very recent that we've lost, that a lot more people have been showing that side of them, that more hateful side of of their, like, existence, of, like, not caring about when people die and, like, that kind of thing. Like, when Chester Bennington died, I straight up cried for, like, three weeks. Like, I was wrecked over that. Because I loved him, and I loved his music. And it was, like, particularly sad because everyone was like, he was just in, like, carpool karaoke, and he was totally happy, and he seemed totally fine. And it's like... You don't, like, you don't know. You never fucking know. It's really fucking easy to act like you're fine. And depression is is weird like that. Depression is very, like, sneaky, and it shows up in a lot of strange ways. But when Chester Bennington died, I was very sad. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, like, important that people had that realization of, like, just because they seem okay doesn't mean they are. And I think one of them that fucked me up was Robin Williams. Oh, my God. I yeah. was so fucking upset when Robin Williams died. I was absolutely wrecked that was another one where people were like but he's such a funny guy that doesn't yeah it's like a lot of comedy is born from total wreckage yeah like it's, it's like a good example like even if if it's not like i don't know what the word not purposeful suicide i guess like there are a lot of people in comedy who have some demons and chris farley is a really good example yeah like he was he was the funny guy. Like, he was fucking hilarious, and he had it all going for him, and he was in the golden age of Saturday Night Live, and he really struggled with, with drug addiction. Yeah. Um, and that's the funny thing. There's a difference between purposeful suicide, mm -hmm. like, acting on it, and not fucking caring if you die. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that a lot of drug addicts go through that. Like, drug abuse, um they get to a point where they don't care if they die. So maybe it's not necessarily on purpose. Maybe all these accidental overdoses are just, they just stopped caring. They just took one too many and it didn't, they didn't care anymore. And that's the shit that fucks me up the most, I think, is when people just don't care. 
Like, I've had that. I've, like, had periods in my life where I'm just like, I'm not gonna act on it, but if I fucking died, I don't think I'd be upset about it. Like, I'm cool with that. And those are, like, the intrusive thoughts that you get sometimes where it's yeah. like, you know, I could swerve this car right off this fucking freeway and I, nothing matters anymore. Yeah. I'm on meds and I still fucking get those sometimes. Yeah, it's like, I think the only time that I've ever, there's been one time in my life, because I'm, I'm very afraid of death. I really am. Um, but there's been one time in my life where I remember being in a situation and just thinking, I just, I don't care if I go. And yeah. that was, I want to say a few weeks after my grandma passed away because yeah. I just didn't know where to go from there because my grandma passing was that one that I feel like everybody has that one thing where they're, they know it's coming in their life and it always seemed like, seems like it's far off. My grandma. Yeah, and it's it's like you don't know how to imagine a world where that situation comes to comes to fruition and one day it does. And yeah. it fucking turns your world upside down. And my grandma was always it. And it it, it when it happened, I for the first couple weeks I really didn't know how I felt. Mm -hmm. And then there was a day I just remember like sitting in my room and I just remember I had to go back to work and I remember thinking I don't fucking care if I lose this job mm -hmm. I, I was like I'm gonna sit here and I'm not gonna walk through those doors and I don't fucking give a shit and gradually those thoughts started to come into well I don't care if I never got out of bed and I remember vividly thinking I don't care if I don't care if I rot in this bed yeah I don't give a shit what happens depression and it, it, it was a very dark, sinking place to be. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really... I can't imagine feeling that more than once. Like, I can't imagine going through that again. So thinking, like, being in the mindset of going through that on the regular is terrifying. Yeah. And especially when you're fucking with something like, like drugs. Yeah. It's a scary place to be because eventually it could lead to something like this. And yeah. that's horrifying. That's why death's so sad to me. Like, literally anybody could die. Mm -hmm. Even if it doesn't, like, particularly, like, affect me in any way. Like, I don't like people dying mm -hmm. because I know that it affects their family and the people that cared about them. Because people, regardless of... Like, Mac Miller doing drugs. He had family that fucking loved mm -hmm. him. Like, they love him and they're mourning for him. And if I'm... If if I was one of those soulless fucking people that didn't feel anything because he's a drug he's a drug user. He, you know, shouldn't do drugs. That you're gonna die. At least feel something for the people that are mourning for him. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to give a shit about somebody. But the people that are still here, that still have to wake up every day, like... That shit sucks. It sucks. And it's like, coming from someone who's experienced it a lot. Yeah. And I hate to say that. And I don't like to be a martyr. I really don't. But I have, at 23 years old, I've lost a lot of people. Yeah. Like, a lot more than you should lose at this age. Yeah. Um, 
death leaves a lot of carnage in its wake. It leaves a lot of unresolved things behind. You never realize how much you didn't get to do until someone dies. Yeah. And you never realize how much you wanted to do. And you never realize how much stuff is left behind. Um, I remember one of the things with my grandma was there was this book. So my grandpa died roughly eight months before my grandma. Uh, seven or eight months before my grandma. And I remember for Christmas I bought her this book that was like, it was like grandmother and her, her story and her words. And it was a fill in the blank book. And I, I remember thinking I want to sit down and write her life story with her. And it was so weird to me that in even in the wake of losing my grandpa, that wasn't, it, it never was a priority. And I never, that book sat in her drawer after she died, empty, until we emptied out the house. And I just couldn't keep it. And it's so strange, like my situation especially is very weird because my grandma was the last, second to last, and that gets even worse, was one of the last links I had to my mom. And there were so many things I didn't know about my mom. And there's so many things I didn't realize I didn't know about my grandma. And my aunt was the last link I had to my mom and then my aunt passed away. And it's crazy how many things I don't know. Like I don't know what city my mom was born in. I don't know, I don't know my great-grandmother's name off the top of my head. I know my great-grandfather's name. Um, I don't know if my mom, I don't, I don't even know if my mom was born in Utah or not. These are all these things that I just don't know. And it's crazy how much you learn that you don't know about a person when they die. Yeah. Um. And it's like you lose a connection. Like you you lose something that you you can't ever get back. Um, the closest I have to my grandma is my Aunt Mary Ruth. And she's in... She's, she's like 86. Um, and I'm sure... Like her mental health seems to be in a pretty good... Like I guess not mental health. But like her mental state seems to be in a pretty clear That's state. That's so if I wanted to strike up a conversation and ask her some questions, I'm sure I could. And it's really cool being online with her because on Facebook she uploads, picture, uploads pictures of my grandma and all my great aunts all the time. Um, but the other thing that death leaves behind is there's this, there's so many emotions and not everybody gets the same ones. Yeah. Um, I mourn very quickly. I fucking, I did not have to deal with death until very fucking recently. Mm -hmm. And that was a wild time for me. I had absolutely no idea how the fuck I was going to feel. And then my great-grandmother died in June. And I, I don't know, it was very strange for me. Noelle can vouch. Like, I got very angry. Yes. Which is strange for me because I'm not really an angry person. But... That was apparently part of my grieving process, just getting fucking mad at everything. I did it with my dog, too. I got very mad about life and, and shit when I had to put my dog down. Like, the death of my great-grandmother was weird. Like, and there were so many regrets that I had of, like, I didn't spend enough time with her and, like, all these other things. It's just, like, you can't do anything about it. Like, 
you just have to let it go. And I mean, I'm in therapy, like, extensive therapy, like, every fucking, like, two weeks, but, like, it, it was, it was strange, and I experienced it much differently than everybody else in my family did. My grandmother included, because it was her mother that died. Like, she, she wasn't fine, but she's dealt with death a lot more in her life than I have, so it was the first death where I had to watch somebody die, and that was very... It was a very strange thing. But yeah. yeah. Grief and death and all that's very odd to me. And it, it just, it, it to me, it, it does. It begs the question, like, these people who who make a joke out of it, who, who what are they going to do when it's someone close to them? Like, are you going to have the same, like, no. They're not, and that's the bottom line. It's like you're not you're not gonna treat people you see as human the same way you treat celebrities, and it's just fucked up to me. Yeah. I probably said fucked up like fifteen times. <laughs> Death is fucking sad, and it's sad no matter who the fuck it happens to. But it's a thing we all fucking deal with, and like, if you're human, you're gonna fucking die. Like, it happens, and it's sad literally every time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel sad, (laughs) and you make jokes and shit, and there's a difference between, like, joking to cope. Like, yes, you joke a lot about your mom and stuff. Yes. Because that's how you- That is something, like, but that is a very private thing. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. It's okay for me to do it. Yeah. In my situation. Mm -hmm. A good example, when my grandpa passed away, they had- they came in, and we were all in his apartment, and they they had wheeled him out about ten minutes before, and it was a very weird state in the air, and everybody was very quiet, and my grandma all of a sudden just looks over and says, well, no wonder he died. He ate so many fucking Cheez-Its. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like my sister, when my cat Friday died, um, she made a joke, because we, we, we call our cats names all the time. That's how we show them we love them. And she's like, stupid idiot, couldn't even fucking stay alive. And when my grandma died, I, I kept making the joke that, oh, when I give her eulogy, I'm going to be like, we're all gathered here today because somebody couldn't stay alive. Yeah. But it's different because you're using that to cope. If another human being had said something along those lines to me that didn't know my grandmother out. and didn't know my family, I would have leveled them the fuck out. Yeah. Like, I would have absolutely knocked them down a few fucking pegs. And it's the same with me. I will never make jokes about somebody else's passing. Ever. Like, you don't cope through dark humor like me and Matthew do. So I, like, like, not immediately after, I mean. I could never have have brought myself to make those jokes about about Domino or about your grandmother. Because it's not the same. It's different in... It's just like rape victims and, and survivors, when they make jokes about it on their own. It's cool. It's, it's fine. It's, it's a coping mechanism. But when you joke about it to them, it's it hits them somewhere else. It's like people that joke about mental illness and suicide. Oh, yeah. I joke about stuff all the time. Like, you know me. Like, I'll be like, suicide is serious and you should never joke about it. But then I, like, drop an egg on the floor and I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill myself right yeah. now. It's different. It's different. And, 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 or, like, I make jokes about my anxiety all the time. Same. But those, and the, the bottom line is those jokes are for me and they're not for you. 
Like, yeah. I have friends with anxiety, and we make the same jokes all the time. But someone who's a little bit more on the neurotypical spectrum, who, like, like I hate when people make fun of me because I'm jumpy. It yeah. gets me, it, it, it crawls under my skin in a way that I can't explain, but it, it hurts me so bad, because I yeah. don't, I don't know why I'm like this, I can't control that I'm like this, or people who, when I'm like, oh, I'm terrified of airplanes, oh, just don't be. You, planes are safe. I, I've read the statistics. I know planes are safer. But my brain doesn't allow me to feel that way. I describe my anxiety much like I, there's this one part in my brain where there's this sweet, like, old lady. And she's, like, on a on a rocker and she's knitting and she's walk, watching the prices right. And she's, she's just very calm and she's surrounded by pictures of her grandchildren. And she's like, everything's okay. And she's very sweet. There's, there's a smell of warm cookies baking. She's very, very sweet and everything's fine. And she's like, no, it's okay. Everything's all right. But the larger part of my brain is just sirens. Like, everything's wrong, everything's wrong. And 95% of the time, that part out, out, like, overbears that sweet little lady. And she's trying her hardest. And it just isn't cutting it. And it's just yeah. not cutting through the signs, through the sirens. And so when people are like, well, that fear is irrational. You don't need to fucking tell me. Yeah. I really can't reiterate enough that you don't need to tell me that. Yeah. And I, I mean... I've recently, and by recently I mean yesterday, had to explain that what I know logically and what I feel and what my head decides to tell me are very different things. And that's a, I mean, death is, <laughs> death is funny. I, I can't make jokes immediately like Noelle does, but like, it's such a personal thing when you joke about something. And when other people joke about it, it's just not okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I will joke about my weight and I'll call myself fat all the fucking time or whatever. But the fucking second someone called me fat the other day, I fucking lost my mind. Because it's not a fucking K. No. If someone joked about my dog, I would knock them the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't fucking care. It's not okay. Like, the fact that there's people online making jokes about Mac Miller being dead... It's like, it's not fucking cool. You don't know him. You don't know his family. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's just a different world. It's a different thing. Mm -hmm. No, it's... I don't really know... Like, like I said, I don't know where this emptiness that people seem to have came from. Like, are we so prepared... Like, for, are we so, is everybody so prepared, like, and ready to put up a shield that we've just decided that we have to be guarded all the time yeah. against everything? Like, I just, I don't understand. Um, when people just turn into a joker, it, it, like, bottom line, this is just fucking furious. Yeah. Um, you know, people cope through laughter, and I get that, but it's it, there's something, there's a different level about it. Yeah, because it's cruelty. Like, it's there's, not, there's yeah, a point it's, where it's just fucking cruel. Yeah, where it's just mean. Um, and that person that was like, oh, don't do drugs, that was fucking cruel. That's fucking like, cruel, yeah. It doesn't fucking matter what happened. Like, he fucking died. Mm -hmm. He's dead. He doesn't fucking exist anymore. Like, 
it's, it's like we don't have the same level of like of 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 disrespect for people who because tobacco is so widely accepted people and i and nobody deserves to get sick yeah but we we don't do this to people who get lung cancer from smoking for years yeah because, We're not like, ha, then don't smoke. Like, oh, don't, don't, don't smoke. <laughs> it's like, why is it, why are all drugs not viewed as universally the same? Like, yeah. everything that can kill you, just because it's legal? It's the legality of Exactly. It. Because, because if, you put, if you make something legal, you make it morally right. And that's the thing. Well, also, it's seen as like, if you do an illegal drug, you're a criminal and it's okay mm-hmm. if you die. Like, mm-hmm. you, you get that mentality of, like, if something's fucking illegal, then if someone dies from doing it, you can make jokes about it because, oh, they shouldn't have done it in the first place because mm-hmm. it's illegal. And you criminalize people, you criminalize drugs, you criminalize death, and it's fucked up. Like, it's not okay. It doesn't matter what someone does. It's not okay when they die. No. There's very few people on this planet that I would wish death upon. And... They're all people I know personally. I was gonna say, none of them are. None, none of them, them are, are celebrities. fucking celebrities. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, there's n- there's no celebrities for me. Thing, it's mostly just people that have yeah really fucked up my life. Um, and even then, I don't feel good about that. Like, I don't ever feel good about no. wishing death on a person. Like, that's why it's mind blowing with Post Malone. Of like, there's so many fucking people that want him like to die for like. Absolutely no reason. Like he didn't fucking people, do anything. People make jokes like that, and it's because you there. It's and it's it's always this fucking mentality. People have to dislike him because he's so popular. Yeah. People have to dislike anything that's popular because you need to be fucking edgy and you need to not follow the crowd. It's like it's this it's like it's it's totally it's the same concept but different levels. It's like fucking pumpkin spice lattes. Like let people enjoy shit. Yeah. Let people like things. I Let fucking, people like things, I fucking, Lydia. I hate football. I'm not gonna shit all over you for your fantasy football leagues. No. I'm not gonna shit all over you for enjoying the fucking Super Bowl. I'm not that kind of person. Let people enjoy things. I used to be weird about sports culture, and then I got into hockey. And a lot of people I know are like, how can you like hockey when it's, like, such a homophobic sport? And I'm like, I don't know, Sharon. Like, <laughs> I just like it. Like, how I don't can, pay how attention. Can you like pop punk music when it's so toxic towards women? Um, I don't fucking know, Deborah. I just... If we fucking didn't like anything that ever had a problem, we wouldn't like anything. Like, we would never no. like anything. Because literally everything in this world has something wrong with it. Nothing is perfect. Yeah. And there will always be people that hate something for the exact reason that you like it, mm-hmm. or the exact reason that maybe you don't like that part of it necessarily, but you like the other parts of it. Like, hockey's important to me on different levels. I It's homophobic. Yeah. I get it. Fucking football's racist. Like, I understand that there's problems with it, but that doesn't mean I can't like it. Because if I didn't mm-hmm. like things that had problems with them, I would just sit in my bed and eat saltine crackers. <laughs> You can love things that are problem things and people that are problematic and and actively try dislike to fix the, yeah to dislike the problems and try to fix them. See our last episode, cancel yeah. culture is canceled. Um but to wrap up this this heavy it was half episode, funny, half 
dark. Well, we're gonna go back to funny because weed's not cool anymore. That's gonna be Elon our- Musk. Elon fucking <laughs> smoke weed on a podcast. And now it's for nerds. Weed's for I nerds saw this now. thing that was like it was a picture of him smoking weed, and it was like someone was like, "Fuck, Elon Musk looking like he wants to invent weed." Like, <laughs> um, I have I have some things that I feel about Elon Musk. Um, but he made. He made weed for nerds now. So yeah. It's, it's not- So I can't fucking smoke anymore, apparently. Yeah, you can't if you're a nerd. Oh. Thanks. Have you seen our home? Our shared home that we live yeah. in? Yeah. We're fucking nerds. So, more weed for us! I say as I look at my wall of nerd posters. Here on the Word on Purpose podcast, we would like to reiterate that we live in Nevada, so recreational marijuana is, is legal. It is legal. Well, I, please not, don't not, call the police on us. Please don't call the po-po. The, the twelve- I have an irrational fear of being arrested. <laughs> have you ever been arrested? No. Then that fear is not irrational. <laughs> um, handcuffs are incredibly irritating. Mm. And as soon as you're in them, your nose itches. And it's this fucking thing. It's the worst. I'm fucking not gonna ask on the podcast. Cops are mean to you when you're a child. <laughs> I fucking, I've almost been arrested, but I've, I was never arrested. I well, was good like, night. I was like 13 and I hid my weed in my shoe. Dude, it fucking... No. Hide, I, your, hide your weed in a little prison I wallet. did some things that I should have gotten arrested for when I was much younger, but I didn't, so I'm good. I'm chill. Really I have, I'm very afraid of getting arrested. It got really dark in your room. It got very- the sun went down. She's gone. Which is what happens when the sun goes down, Noel. It gets I'm dark. F- okay, good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Yeah, so we had a good time today. Um, we had a- we had a good conversation. Um, I hope y'all still like listening to us. Because we still like making it. Yes. So, um, please keep listening to our podcast. So, next month we will be starting a fun little thing. Um, this month we didn't do much of it, um... Because it was kind of our, our, our... It's been a wild month. Yeah. Well, it was also our, our, our freshman year, um, of podcasting. Oh, our freshman year of podcasting. Yeah. Um, I was like, I am not a freshman and I will <laughs> never be again. Um, but we would like to start a monthly favorite segment. So on every first episode of the month, we'll talk about our monthly favorites. Um, I know you said you wanted to do like spooky favorites that we should probably save that for November because that's true. Explore the spook. Um, but I've already got some things in mind. Um, so yeah, Binks is. She was like looking off into the distance. Well, I can smell. I can smell that good sketty sauce. So let's uh let's wrap it up so I can get. Her food. husband is my, making spaghetti. My husband. Yeah, that's what I have to deal with every fucking day of my life now. We should get some spaghetti made by my. I can't wait till I move out. <laughs> I cannot wait till I don't live here anymore. Wow, thanks. I love you. Cool. Um. And we love all our listeners, so please keep listening to us, and yeah. Erica, where can the people find you? Oh god, okay. Um, Instagram, Road of the Dead. Uh, Facebook, just my fucking name, Erica Galloway. Um, Twitter is Erica Galloway, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, Erica underscore Galloway. Erica, Erica with a underscore K. Galloway. Yes, that's also a thing. My name is spelled with a K, so fuck all y'all that spelled with a C. Um, someone at my work spelled it with a C and a K, and I was like, I'm gonna lose my mind on you. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna give you all my Tumblr. Don't, don't look on my Tumblr. You can look at my Tumblr. Uh, yeah, Noelle, where, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hero Turn Human. You can find me on Snapchat as Noella Bell. Noella Bell spelt N-O-E-L-L-E-A-B-E-L-L-E. Um, you can find me on Tumblr, uh, at Heartset West. This has been Sesame Street with Noelle Johnson. Oh god, Noelle Little, Jesus. Noelle Little now. I'm so used to it, oh my I god. Know. It's okay, I keep accidentally calling DJ my fiancé, and I'm, I'm like, I hate that word. So I'm glad I never have to fucking say it again. No. You can- Cause f- now he's my... Say it. Husband. God damn it. <laughs> um. Oh my... I'm gonna push you down the stairs. <laughs> um, my husband. The description of the episode me. and of the show will have a whole bunch of places you can find the podcast on Facebook and Twitter and our our email address. If you ever want to email us things, fucking do it. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll this will be up in a couple days, and then next week y'all get a special treat. I'm alone. Oh yeah, we're having solo cast because I'll be on my honeymoon. So I'll just talk about hockey for 45 minutes. It'll be fucking so, great. Um, and at that. And then uh, in this uh, in the oh, what do you call that thing? In the description of this episode, we'll also include some um some drug and substance abuse hotlines as well as some mental health hotlines and suicide prevention hotlines. Yeah. Um. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We've we've enjoyed talking at you for a little while. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna go fill some fill our faces with some spaghetti. Okay. We'll touch on my spaghetti. Fuck off, God. <laughs> Spagooter. Stop. Stop. I'm gonna actually. We're, we're, stop. I'm gonna do some ASMR right now. No, 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 no! You're not. This is not an ASMR. No, go away. I don't know if that's gonna pick up at all. <laughs> it probably won't because it's my phone. Um, if it was like a microphone, it probably would, but it's a phone. It's right. not that good. Well, thanks so much for listening. You know where to find us. And uh, what do we say? Get weird. Get weird. I just fucking forgot our podcast. I guess. <laughs>